Good morning. It's Thursday, July 25th, and you're listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Trey Scott, and absent my co-host Connor Tapp this week, I am still flying solo. So let's get to the big story of the day. Ohio State first-year football coach Ryan Day faced an uphill climb earlier this year after signing his first recruiting class with the Buckeyes. Day and the rest of his staff were advised not to speak with any 2020 prospects on the phone between February 6th and the 18th as a result of punishment struck down by the NCAA following the university's self-reported seven impermissible phone calls between March 2017 and June of 2018 according to 11 Warriors. Let me quote the website. That was one of the 22 NCAA violations Ohio State football and men's basketball programs self-reported between May 1st of 2017 and May 22nd of 2019. The athletic department reported 16 football violations and six men's basketball violations during that two-year period. The violations, which spanned from serious to absurd, were obtained by 11 Warriors through several public records requests. That most recent request was fulfilled by the university on Monday. Unquote. The the violations submitted by Ohio State to the NCAA include the following. Bear with me, listener. A lot of similar things here. Impermissible text messages. Impermissible phone calls. Impermissible promotion. Preferential treatment. An assistant recruited prior to passing recruiting exams, student-athlete reinstatement, impermissible publicity, promotion using student-athlete image, and a few others. Many of these violations are obviously small in scale and routinely reported to the NCAA, but a few of them did damage Ohio State's efforts on the recruiting trail once the NCAA intervened with its punishment. According to 11 Warriors, the football team exceeded its scholarship limit in the spring of 2017 because of a compliance issue, and as a result, Ohio State's program had a one-scholarship reduction at the next available opportunity at the NCAA's discretion. And here's the kicker. The Buckeyes had to agree to stop recruiting Penn State star Micah Parsons, a former five-star for the 24-7 sports composite in the class of 2018, after he appeared on the college game day set during his recruitment and chatted with the TV analysts. Former coach Urban Meyer was not allowed to contact recruits from December 20th to the 26th this past year, but while he had already announced his retirement and handed the program over today by that time. Almost finished. Included in the impermissible text messages was an interaction between assistant coach Larry Johnson and a 2021 prospect in January. Johnson mistakenly thought the player was a member of the 2020 class. Here's my take. Rival fans love this kind of stuff, especially probably Michigan fans. But most of these violations are not big deals. However, it is interesting to see the Micah Parsons stuff out there in the open. The fact that Ohio State could no longer recruit Parsons after that game day hangout was an open secret during that cycle. Diehard fans of both Ohio State and Penn State probably already knew about that. Because of the fact that Ohio State couldn't add Parsons to his class, though, because of this, well, that could be a very big deal. Parsons is going to be an absolute force for the Nittany Lions as fall as a sophomore, and I expect he will blossom into one of college football's best defenders. We had a newsy day out west at Pac-12 Media Days. 
First up, Oregon was tabbed as king of the north, while Utah was picked in a landslide to win the south and the overall conference championship. Sure, that's perhaps because Oregon and Washington split votes out of the north, but Utah has the potential to be very, very good, like college football playoff good, and it's nice to see Kyle Winningham's club getting the preseason recognition it deserves. While coaches at last week's media days across other conferences had no issue with the transfer portal, but really just want to see some uniformity in how the NCAA approves waivers, Washington head coach Chris Peterson wants to make it clear he's not remotely a fan of any part of transferring. It allows them to tap out, he said at Pac-12 Media Days. Criticism was quickly directed at Peterson, and that's fair. He has changed jobs before from Boise State to Washington, and nobody accused him of tapping out. Pac-12, I am not finished with you. The conference will move its championship game from Santa Clara to Las Vegas for the 2020 and 2021 seasons. They will play at the still-under-construction Oakland Raiders Stadium, which is behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel off the Strip, and I would like to go. A few more Pac-12 items. The conference faced some serious scrutiny after the disaster that was last fall's USC-Washington State game, in which the refs essentially robbed Washington State of a win, and for a few months, it looked like them robbing Washington State of the win could rob Washington State of a playoff berth before Washington State started to lose a few at the end. But the conference said it did an internal review and doesn't think a major fix to its officiating infrastructure is needed. Also, the Pac-12 is exploring having earlier kickoffs. Yeah, yeah, Pac-12 after dark is fun and all for us diehards, and I would miss 1 a.m. football central time, but it would be nice to get the conference some more visibility. Our Pac-12 Power Hour is over, and we have a few more quick items of note to tackle. Kent State defensive back Quantrez Knight will be immediately eligible this fall after the NCAA approved his appeal, which was earlier denied in June. Knight transferred from Maryland and cited depression in his waiver. Wednesday's commit recap includes three-star offensive tackle Andres Karich committed to Texas, three-star cornerback Carrington Valentine pledged to Kentucky, and the affirmation to Ohio State Buckeyes landed four-star linebacker Court Williams. That'll do it for this edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. Connor, please come back. We'll see you guys on Friday.